0: and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Some conversation today about the pressures on women in the Anglican Church who have held aspirations to the priesthood. The Anglican Church of Australia began to ordain women as priests in 1992 and by the late 1990s, there was a protracted debate over the ordination of women as bishops and an eventual ruling in 2007 that found that nothing in the church's constitution would prevent women being elevated to the office of bishop. Now, it paved the way for the ordination of women as priests. But for women in the Anglican Church, it's been an often painful journey battling centuries of tradition that blocked them from the priesthood. Libby Gilchrist tells her story in a new book called The Tapestry, One Woman's Journey to Priesthood. Libby's joining us. Hello, Libby. Welcome along to 2020.
1: Thank you very much, Neil. It's good to be
0: here. Uh, Libby, your book is entitled The Tapestry, and you did actually make a physical tapestry, and on your tapestry there is a story of your journey. Uh, Give us a little description of what your tapestry looks like.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm not an artist as such, but I have always done a lot of embroidery and so on. And so it's it's long, but horizontally long. And I begin... There are three basic stages within it. The first is one of in- innocence, um, the second one of great difficulty, and the third coming to a greater sense of peace. And so the images that make up this tapestry, and they're just a whole lot of images... The first ones are like flying a kite when I was little. Um, the growth of um, myself and my sisters within a family situation. Then gradually it starts changing a little bit. There's a picture of the or an image of the cross broken and lying in the mud. Um, there's a picture of the clouds up in the in the top part of it become darker and there's lots of streaks of lightning and and black streaks of despair. Um, there's a picture of a, um, a stone wall. We often come to points in our life, for whatever reason, where we say, look, I've hit a stone wall or I've hit a brick wall, and I don't know how to get over it. And this is also in the tapestry. Um, there's images of, um, I'm just trying to think, a little rat on the other side of the wall. Because sometimes the stress of trying to get through a difficult time makes us ill. It catches us unawares. And after we've got over the wall or through the wall or however one goes, we can be caught out um, by an illness that the body just says, hey, I've had enough. Just, just quiet down for a while. It has Whether been a
0: challenge, hasn't it? Uh, let's talk change for a few moments yep. because yep. Uh, we know that there are some things from the Scriptures that won't change, can't change, but there are yep. some things that are negotiable and, uh, and this may be one of those when we talk about women in the priesthood and yep. the majority of Anglicans these days largely accept women priests, don't they?
1: they do depending on what area they're in and when i say majority that means sort of you know 60 70% probably there's there's blocks in areas like for instance within sydney diocese there is a very strong feeling against women priests but i i don't know there are people who come from sydney diocese to elsewhere in australia in order to be ordained so i haven't lived in sydney i haven't been to the churches in sydney All I can see is something looking from the outside, but it is very hard for women there.
0: And, of course, those on each side have some level of biblical foundation for the argument that they do make. And uh, you're very comfortable with the fact that uh, women ought to be able to assume these levels of leadership. And you've done that successfully, although it hasn't been without pain as we're talking about your tapestry. And uh, you've felt as though, over the years, you've been really swimming against the current. But things are changing.
1: Yeah, things are changing. And and I think the current is changing, if you you know what I mean. It, um, It was really the difficulty. I was in Wangaratta Diocese, and it was the difficulty at that stage within that diocese because for the Anglican Church, if a bill is passed at what we call the General Synod, which is the Anglican Church joined throughout Australia, it still has to be ratified by each individual diocese in order to become law in that diocese. So, for instance, it was passed in 1992, but in Wangaratta Diocese, that was not accepted, and you know for many many years afterwards, and so. I guess I and and the people there who did support me um, were struggling to try and bring that about within Wangaratha Diocese.
0: Now, you've got a wonderful little saying which tries to make sense of what happens with change within the Anglican Church on this particular issue, and that is the idea of accepting change but respecting tradition. How do, you, yes. how do you make sense of what's happening and with change by looking at those two aspects?
1: Look, I think if, if any institution, and the church being one of those, cannot look at change and cannot accept change, then there perhaps is something wrong. And a priest friend of mine said to me when I was ordained, he said, you know, it's wonderful. With women priests, the ministry of the church is complete. And I will never forget that, because I love the Anglican Church as it is. I love the um the liturgy. I love the um the way in which we look at faith and and the depth of faith within the symbolism, within the um the um way in which the church comes together. I love all of that. So that, to me, is tradition, the tradition in the church going back a long way has changed in lots of respects. This is just simply another change. And some people just find it too hard to accept. And that's okay. That's their right. But I'm glad that it has moved forward. And, of course, I think there,
0: there is a real level of humility, isn't there, in those women who are in denominations now where they don't, promote women to levels of leadership and uh, you've seen some change in the Anglican Church but uh, for those women who are in those denominations I I suspect you wouldn't be calling for an agitation but certainly I imagine that you'd be uh, saying to women look at the biblical foundations as to what you might be able to see as change for the future
1: Yes, um, it depends on which church you're looking at I think the Catholic Church um, is not going to ordain women for a very, very long time, and there, but there are other churches who, who, who will. It depends on their outlook in terms of faith and their outlook in terms of um, tradition, we go back to that lovely word, um, but the way in which, for instance, the Catholic Church has always operated, and it's not about to change any time soon. Um, but there is also the, the attitude towards an acceptance of Scripture and, and an interpretation of Scripture. And if this interpretation is, look, this is what the Bible says and so therefore there's no way we can't change it, um, or they pick on one particular part of biblical Scriptures uh, and say, look, see what it says there. But we need to also look that there are other parts that, that allow for it.
0: A lot of what you described in our early part of our conversation, talking about your tapestry, was a reflection of some grief, a reflection of some despair. And I know that you're not talking about grief as something that defeats you, but uh, you've got a, a very positive take on the grief that you've experienced going through the process and the journey that you've been on.
1: Well, I think there can be a heck of a lot of growing and a heck of a lot of learning through any grief process. Okay, mine was not one where I lost a partner or um, a child or someone very close to me. It was a different sort of grief, but it was still grief. Uh, But it it did enable me by looking at it and by working through it to grow and, and to grow in faith as well as within myself. And that, for me,
0: has been a blessing. Libby, some people would say you don't need a title to be a leader. And mm. and yet I imagine that if there are no titles, then there's some level of suppression of the giftings. So the titles do become important like that. What are your thoughts for women who do have aspiration to leadership? And perhaps they're already functioning in a servant leadership a heart that yes. serves God uh, with an amazing capacity and yet uh, there's somehow or other feeling limited within their local church. What are your thoughts for those women and the opportunities that they ought to pursue in leadership?
1: Look, it's a really, really hard one and it, it varies according to the, wo- the woman and it varies according to the uh, the things that they are faced with. So it would be impossible to come up with an easy answer for that. But I guess all I can say is don't give up. If you feel called to move in a certain direction, whether that be priesthood or whatever it is within the church or another institution, then go for it. But do so with, with love and with care, um, but with determination as well.
0: And yours has been a 20-year journey, and that's what you're reflecting on in your book, The Tapestry, One Woman's Journey to Priesthood. So when a woman, no matter what denomination, picks up your book and has a read through it, what sort of inspiration are they likely to glean from
1: it? Oh, gosh. A number of people have said to me afterwards, thank you so much for writing it because it has helped me. But interestingly, it's not just people within the church. It's people within their own grief situations. Uh, and and to me that is good because it says it's wider than simply the church. That um, I hope it speaks to the way in which faith is an important part of life and going through a grief experience, faith can be so strengthening and
0: so affirming. Well, Libby, just a pleasure talking to you about your new book. It's called The Tapestry, One Woman's Journey to Priesthood. Uh, It'll be available. You should check your local Christian bookstore to get a hold of it, or you can Google it. And I know you can find a copy of Libby's book when you go online at Booktopia. Uh, Libby Gilchrist, thanks so much for sharing your thoughts with us today on 2020. Thank you, Neil.